The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Welcome to the 100th episode of This is an Experiment. We did it. We made it to 100. Um, please excuse all the noise right when I decided to start recording. They also decided to start redoing the roads by my house. But nonetheless, we are here. Um, I just wanted to do an episode this week to kind of, I don't know, commemorate, talk about the past two years of my life and and kind of what this means to me and why 100 feels so crazy to me. I've had a lot of things in my life that I fell in love with and fell out of love with. The only thing that I've never had that experience with is music. And growing up, I told myself that when I grow up, I'm going to be a musician. I'm going to be a drummer. I'm going to be a producer. And that is how I'm going to fix the world, heal the world. And it's like one of those things where when you stop looking is when you find, you know, what you're looking for all along. And I started getting to this point with my music where I wasn't getting the spark in the same way off the same, the same path. The, the path of creating music felt like something that was turning into something I was doing for the living, for, for other people, and to impress other people versus the reason I fell in love with it, with it which was, it's me. This is, this is who I am. I'm a musician. I'm obsessed with music. I'm obsessed with the people who make it in their process. And I had a day during COVID when I was given an idea that has since changed my life forever. And she's sitting off camera right here, Miss Elle Maisley, my beautiful, wonderful girlfriend, an amazing artist, an amazing songwriter, um, and the person who gave me the idea to do this podcast. Hi, Elle Maisley. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she, I've been trying to get her on this podcast for so long. And first of all, you did this all on your own. But you gave me, you were the impetus. You gave me the idea. You gave me the spark. And that, with all the hard work, all the hard work came because of that. I wouldn't have had, you know, one has to become, one has to come before the other. And if I didn't have that idea, I don't think I would have found the obsession in the same way. And that's kind of, I mean, you know, and anybody who knows me closely, I'm, I was one of those kids who had phases growing up because I was, when I get obsessed with something, that's all I think about. And sometimes I overdo it and I can't complete the task or whatever it is. Um, and we were sitting there and I was on the phone. I think I was on the phone with... Actually, I don't remember who I was on the phone with, but you looked over to me and you said you should be recording this. And I was like, what are you talking about? And you said, I've never met somebody who loves talking to people as much as you. And I feel like people could gain from this. People, You could help people with this. And that conversation now turned into 100 episodes 
a hundred new friends, opportunities to meet people that I've only dreamed to meet and hear the stories and humanize people in a way that I've always dreamed of looking at them and seeing them and hearing from them. And it was the first time in my life that I felt like I stopped looking for purpose and purpose found me, which was interesting. And it was tough at the same time because I always thought my purpose was making music and it still is. And that's still there. And that's the root of all of this, of course. But I get to sit down and ask questions to people and hear their stories and hear their triumphs and hear their struggles and hear how beautiful or fucked up their childhood was and how they overcame it and how they, they, they moved past situations that most people would consider detrimental. Well, it sounds like you let go of expectations and you became. Absolutely. Yeah, I think... I was looking so hard for that stuff. I was looking so hard to find solace in something, in a, in a promise I made myself when I was a little kid that the thing that you always dreamed of being, being the thing that you wake up every day and excited to do starts to feel like you're waking up to do a job and not to do your passion. And now I can absolutely tell you that this podcast has never once felt that way. Don't get me wrong, there's parts of it that are work and you have to put in effort in places that you don't always love to in order to get the idea out and the product out. But the opportunity to sit down with people, and we've talked about this a few times, it's the only thing that I've had in my life for when I sit down and I'm having a shitty day or I can't stop thinking about something or I'm stressing. It's the one thing that when I sit down, something I just I kind of black out from reality and find myself just in this conversation. And to me, I don't know if I would have been able to feel the way I feel without this. And I'm so lucky to have this. And I also, I know 100 episodes, it's a lot, but it's also, in the grand scheme of things, it's going to be just the beginning. But It's a hundred episodes where I've got to watch myself be a human from this perspective that I couldn't, I couldn't change things once I did it. You know, when you're sitting behind the computer and you're editing and I'd say definitely most of these episodes I've edited myself, done all the clips myself. I, you guys can't see it right now, but I I pull focus during podcasts. I I set everything up myself and there was a, a period of time where I had Brandon here who I was texting this morning um, about this episode. Shout out Brandon, because he he gave me the opportunity to learn and grow in a way that I don't think I would have had out here. I didn't know anybody else who understood both this industry and me. Well, that's kind of like you pulling focus and focusing on the guests and doing all these different things at the same time is essentially like you playing drums. So you're using both feet and both hands. Mm. And so you are focused on totally different things, but the same thing at the same time. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Maybe part of this experience is that I do find solace and comfort in having control over all these pieces to really put them together to this final product that I believe in and that I know is fully honest. 
but like having Brandon here was it was incredible and having somebody there to riff off of and talk to as as a partner versus as the guest was really really cool and Brandon's doing amazing things and he's going to continue to do amazing things and he always has a place on this podcast and in my heart and he's one of my favorite people on this planet so just a, a little short shout out to Brandon because he helped me go from somebody who wanted to make a podcast and was learning to somebody who felt really proficient and professional and comfortable very comfortable Brandon makes everyone feel comfortable he really does and he gave me that opportunity on this podcast too but also like outside of this podcast most of our conversation was about life and nobody will ever hear it you know and I'm really grateful for the, that opportunity to work with him and just to know him so thank you Brandon um yeah I've, I've been thinking about this a lot and I think the reason I'm so proud of this the reasons I should say is one, I finally built a platform for myself where I felt not only useful, but honest. And, you know, if you're on TV or you're just making music or you have these arts where you're living through this medium, which is what I live for and I love it, it's really easy to play a character or put on a mask or do these things. And sometimes that's a necessity and sometimes that is part of the art is being in other people's shoes and giving them that opportunity. But on this, I mean, I've had a hundred episodes that are all 30 minutes to an hour, if not more, of just me talking. And you can't bite your tongue when you're talking that much and talking to that many people and having that much conversation. You have to be 100% honest because every lie will come back to get you. And don't get me wrong, sometimes you say shit in the moment and you take it back. But... It's given me this platform to really be accountable to my my honest truths, to, to who I am, to what I believe in, and to double think them. And like I was saying before, I've edited hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of this podcast, and I promise there's nothing tougher in the world. I shouldn't say that. That's 100% true. There's nothing tougher in this part of the business than watching yourself over and over again and judging yourself. And going through all these these in, internal dialogues that that really make you your own worst enemy. But also, if you take the opportunity, which I feel like I've started to learn how to do, is I think now it's made me better at speaking, better at speaking to my family, better at speaking to, to my girlfriend, better at speaking to my friends, and better at speaking to myself. It gives you the opportunity to look at yourself as the other versus the self, which I think is is uh, uh, one of the most important things that I've ever had happen to me. And along with that, I'm sitting with these people that are idols of mine, that are friends of mine, that are people I look up to, people who I enjoy their music. And some people who maybe I don't even enjoy their music, I enjoy them so much. And I know they have that ability to connect to people. And to me, that means everything too. I don't have to like it all. I just have to like the person and feel that, that, there's a good conversation there and it's something that I'm interested in. And it's just a really interesting platform to be able to do that. And I have so many goals with this. And a hundred episodes are nowhere near my goals. My goals are thousands and thousands of episodes and 
a bunch of other things I'm working on that I'm excited to be able to tell you guys about. But at the end of the day, it's this therapy session that I get to have multiple days a week where I get to learn and talk and grow and listen and be vulnerable and have other people be in that position as well. And I don't, I don't think that there's a, a specific value that can be put on that. It's, it's everything, at least to me. What is your favorite way to connect with people? I think, I mean, two ways. One is making music with somebody to me is, is uh, uh, priceless. That's a, an experience that, that is hard to explain the connection there, but it's different. Having the connection, everybody knows that first hour before your session, when you're talking to these people and you're, you're, you're meeting whoever you're about to be in a session with, and that's when you get to know them the most. And that's why I feel like, for me, the best way I can connect with people and the way that I've learned to the most is sitting down and having these honest conversations where there's no screens in place and there's no external dialogue being put in our head and there's no worry about who's sitting in front of us or what we're going to say. Sorry, I know that beeping's loud outside. Um, this is how I connect with people the most. And I was trying to sit, kind of think back today and sit down on the, the idea of just different key ideas of what I've learned from people. And I think the one thing that I ended with when I kind of summarize all these points together and the thing that's turned me into the man I wanted to be or that I, I would like to become and helped me get on that path is consistency. It, this taught me that you can't leave any days behind. You have to be consistent. And that that is true for this whole industry, the art industry, the, the business world, for friendships, for, for everything. If you want to be great at something, you have to be consistent with it. And this is something I want to be great at so badly. And I think what I'm really proud of myself for, and this is something that my dad was so vocal about growing up, is that when you make a commitment, you stick to that commitment and you follow through. And no matter how you feel about it on the way, you work hard and you don't work hard for anything but the fact that you know that's the kind of person you are. And I think this podcast showed me what that is like. You know, doing, I've had days where I've done four or five episodes after an eight hour work day. And then I go and by two in the morning, I start editing. And then I'm up at seven again for work. And it's that feeling of, I just want to be done with this. Do I really have, like, nobody's going to know. And there's a lot of times that people wouldn't, would know, wouldn't know if I, if I fucked up, but I would know. And that's all I would think about because if it's not for consistency and you can't feel consistent with yourself, who can you rely on? You know, if you're not, if you're not giving yourself the opportunity to grow, if you're learning things, but you're not using that knowledge to further yourself outside of just that situation, then I don't think you really learned anything at all. And I've had days where I didn't want to edit and I've had days where I fucked up and I didn't edit. And because of that, I had to wake up far earlier than I wanted, far more tired, and I had to get it done. And there's very, very few times in these past hundred episodes where I didn't get it done. I, I got it done and I made it happen no matter how hard it was. And that's something I'm so proud of because 
if there's anything I take away from this, it's the people you connect with are the most important people that you could possibly have in your life. And being consistent is just you being honest with yourself and, and not letting yourself down. And that's, that's something I'm working on every day. And that's something I'm working on with this podcast. And, and, and I hope that if you're watching this and this is something that you've gained from that you're finding consistency in your life and you're finding, finding your passion and what you're love in love with. And if you haven't found that, that is so okay. That is part of this. Everybody finds that at a different time and everybody's will continue to move forward and you're going to keep having to chase it. But if you're not in motion to at least finding a life that, that you feel brings you value and brings others value and brings you love and happiness, then I think it's worth doubling down on that and, and finding what, what makes you wake up and say, God, what a fucking beautiful day this is going about, about to be. It may be a hard day. There's a lot of hard days that are beautiful. But if you have two options, if you can wake up and say, I don't want to go to work or, or this pisses me off or I hate this day or uh, fuck, I just want to sleep. Just as easily you could say, I'm excited for today and I think it's going to be an amazing one and I'm going to try my hardest and I'm going to do the best I can. Then you're taking the path of least resistance. You're giving yourself the most opportunity to catch the successes that are out in the universe that are just waiting to be to be held on to. You know where you're going. I think also like notice where when you're not being consistent, why you're not being consistent. Yeah. And the consistency is for something you love, but also when we're having one of those days, it's it's easy to just curl up in a ball yeah. and not do the thing that you know you're supposed to be doing. Um, but if you really love it, you know at the end of the day, you'll feel so much better if you just do it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's that little, it's fighting that little demon in the back of your head that tells you to to, to stay down a little longer, to play this a little longer, to, to wait a little bit longer, to sleep a little longer. And that's definitely a demon that I fight with every day. And... You're right. It's it's it, the consistency is important, but being aware of where, why, and how is even more important. Being consistent is fantastic, but if you're not being aware of it and making the changes that are necessary, are just as important. Notice what you notice. Notice what you notice. I think that's how how we're gonna move on for the next hundred episodes is with that mindset of notice what you notice, be aware of it. And also be willing to move forward. Do you have a most influential podcast that you've done? I wouldn't say I have a most influential. I think they're all they're all conversations that I will remember for the rest of my life and taught me so much more than I knew before that episode. Most impactful. Most impactful. I'd okay. I'd say one that is super impactful was one that I did with my buddy Kurt and my buddy Arye. Kurt is Flostradamus. And growing up, I was a DJ and a producer, and I went to see this DJ that I was in, in love with and obsessed with their music 
more times than I can count and gone to festivals and went with friends and listened to their music and had so many life experiences. And, and that was all I needed. I didn't have the feeling of needing to meet these people because I already gained so much from them. And then I had people on who I always dreamed of meeting and it wasn't what I was expecting. And that's just part of this. And that's part of learning about humans and understanding that there's off days for everybody. But getting to sit down with these two people, Arye and Floss, who I grew up listening to both of their music. And that was that was just a moment where I really felt like if I could go back and talk to myself as a kid, that he would be really, really proud of me. And that was pretty cool. And not only did I get the chance to talk to him on here and talk to Mickey or Arye, but Arye gave me a family out here. I had him on the podcast, whatever, one of the first 10 episodes at least. And that episode, you can watch it. You can see us meeting for the first time. I literally walked in his door 10 minutes prior to that and recorded at his house on his mics. It was a very different experience. And, and the next day, him and his friends invited me out. And ever since then, I see them every single week and I celebrate life with them every week. And I was given a family that I was looking for so, so strongly out in LA for so many years. And part of that family became Kurt. Uh, and 50% of the rest of the, who's been, the people who've been on this podcast. So I, I have to say that was, that was probably one of the, the most impactful as far as this dream that I had as a kid or, or, or making that person proud. I'd say one of the other ones that was incredibly impactful was Pink Slip. That was my first podcast. I went and did it at his house and Kyle was so gracious and had so many reasons that he didn't have to come on this and have, let alone have me at his house and record for me and, and gave me the opportunity to start. Cause that's, that's, that was the first podcast. I didn't know anything. I, I haven't listened to that since then. And maybe I'll go listen to that tonight or maybe not, but that opportunity sparked what became the the 99 after that the 99 episodes and and what will be the thousands of episodes that I I do throughout my life and to me I can't thank I can't thank him enough let alone the fact that he introduced me to the rest of the 50% of people I've had on this podcast and has given me opportunities that I could only dream of um so yeah those two I think were were really really special to me but they all were i could i could keep going on with these stories for another 98 podcasts because every single one of them really really does mean so much to me and you can tell because if you follow me in any other capacity outside this podcast all those people are people that i'm with all the time and i'm hanging out with and i'm loving and 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 check in on me and i check in on them and it's it you i really can't express enough how important all these people have been to me and are to me. Built. The community I've built, but the community that I was I was also invited into and welcomed into with with loving arms and and I think if there's 
one last thing that I could end this on. The biggest takeaway I think I've learned throughout this whole podcast, now that I realize, is every single person around you is on your team, no matter you believe it or not. You do not have you do not have to be against. People are not taking your spot. If you focus on them taking your spot, then you're not doing your art. Your job is to be honest and to be true and to make music that makes you smile and gives you the feelings that you need. It is not to fight the people around you. The people around you will give you things, give you love, give you, give you guidance and give you support like you can never imagine. But you have to go into that with an, op- an open mind because you will miss so many opportunities that are so beautiful and so important. So, Do you have advice that you give yourself? For all the time you keep your head down working, keep your head up two times as much. And you'll get to see all the beautiful people that walk by and pass by you on the way. And those are the, the reason that you're going to make it, is those, those, the community, the people around you, the, the people who, who care about you. That's why you will make it. You're not going to make it because of anything else. Everything else follows. So I guess that's what we'll end it on. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being family. And I promise it's only going to get better. I'm only going to meet more people. And I'm really, really excited to bring you guys along for for more of the ride. So thank you. Um, Here's 200 episodes. I'm Loverboy. And I'm Al Maisley. And this is an experiment. Goodbye, everybody. I love you. The experience is the experiment. <laughs>